you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, January weather stats show warmer than normal, but that's not the same outlook for this month. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly sunny skies. Wind southwest 30 gusting to 50. The high minus 8, the low minus 14. Wednesday, sunny skies, increasing cloudiness late in the afternoon. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high tomorrow, minus 5. Wind chill, minus 20 in the morning, minus 9 in the afternoon. Evening flurries tomorrow, the low minus 7. Thursday, snow with a high minus 5, the low minus 11. Friday, cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 11. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 3, the low minus 13. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 8, the low minus 14. Monday, partly cloudy, the high near minus 9. Normal high is minus 9, the normal low minus 21. The sun rose at 8.30 this morning. It sets at 5.55 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Assiniboia at minus 6 degrees right now. The cold spot up north, Uranium City, minus 23. On the roundup, Estevan minus 14, Saskatoon minus 12, Swift Current minus 9, Weyburn minus 10, Yorkton is minus 14. Sunny skies in Regina, it's minus 10, that's 14 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 15, giving a wind chill right now of minus 16. Humidity is 82%, the barometer dropping 102.3. Sunny and Moose Jaw minus 8, winds are from the southwest at 37, gusting to 48. Once again, Regina, sunny and minus 10, that's 14 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. January weather in southern Saskatchewan saw wide fluctuations, but overall it was warmer than normal. Environment Canada says most centres, including Regina, were 1 to 1.7 degrees above the monthly mean temperature, and Regina was right at the high end there at 1.7 degrees above the monthly mean temp. Yorkton, LaRange, and Key Lake were about 3 degrees above normal. Environment Canada meteorologist Terry Lang says the month of January started warm, had a cold snap to minus 40, and then mild again. Lang says January was generally dry except for northern regions. She says Regina had about 6 millimeters of precipitation, 38% of normal, and the 29th driest January on record. Precipitation-wise, it, it varied quite a bit. On the whole, it was fairly dry. We didn't see a lot of big snowfalls or anything like that. The exception was sort of those central parts of the province, Meadow Lake, LaRange. We saw some higher snowfall amounts there, but on the most part, it was, it was drier than average. Lang says there's a wide range of snow cover across the grain belt. The snow cover does 
vary quite a bit, especially because the southwest corner there, they had some spotty uh, snowfall to start with. And just this last week with those really mild temperatures, uh, a lot of it got melted and, uh, you know, evaporated away thanks to those uh, really strong Chinook winds. Uh, We're still seeing some good snow cover um, towards the northeast part of the grain belt, Yorkton, Quill Lakes. They've got some good snow coverage. And still up towards Lake Lorange, we're still seeing some good snow cover. So it's good for the, the snowmobilers. They're happy with that. Lang expects cool weather this month. Well, the general pattern looks like it's going to be on the colder than average side. It doesn't mean it won't get mild. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're going to be in the tank, you know, in the deep freeze the whole month. It just means if we average it out over the month, it is forecast to be colder than average. Terry Lang is an Environment Canada meteorologist based in Saskatoon. Farm leaders are hoping the federal government will give speedy approval to the new NAFTA trade deal. The Trudeau government is introducing enabling legislation for the new North American Free Trade Pact. The opposition is making no guarantees of passing the trade legislation quickly. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt wants to see quick approval of the trade agreement. Well, it's very important. Obviously, the United States is still our biggest trading partner on the, on, in the agriculture side from the livestock side but also from grains and oil seeds as well. So it was really important for us to get this deal signed and through. So a lot of the, you know, the industry and the companies here in the province of Saskatchewan can continue to do business with companies in the United States in, uh, in all sides of processing and, and value adding that way. So it was very important for us to get this deal done and we're sure glad to see it done. APAS President Todd Lewis says he hopes the opposition in Ottawa doesn't needlessly delay passage of the new NAFTA agreement. I think you could always look for improvements, but at the same time, uh, when two out of the three partners have already signed off on it, I think uh, let's get this thing signed up and, and uh, so we can have some certainty around uh, trade. And uh, In a world where we had uh, lots of issues uh, with trade deals, and, and uh, you know it's never going to be perfect, but uh, I think this is a, a positive story for uh, really the whole country and agriculture in particular. We are uh, we have such an integrated uh, system, you know, between the three countries that, uh, as I've said before, really, you know, Canada has a lot of what uh, the U.S. and Mexico want want as far as agricultural products, and vice versa. There's lots that comes uh, to the north as well. So I think it's a uh, it's a good news story, and uh, you know, a trading nation like Canada, a trading trade dependent industry like agriculture. I think any trade agreement like this is good news. NDP leader Jagmeet Singh was in Regina yesterday to meet with locked-out Unifor Co-op refinery workers and was asked about his plans for the debate on the new NAFTA trade deal. Our concern initially was the Prime Minister, Prime Minister Trudeau, said this is the best deal ever, this is the best deal possible, and then it turns out it wasn't. We said, Wilson, let's make sure that there's protections for workers, let's make sure there's protections that are actually enforceable, and the Democrats in the states actually made that happen. They put in place some protections that are actually going to make it a stronger deal. And so we're not going to take the prime minister's uh, word at face value. We're going to do our work in committees to evaluate the impacts. My job is this. I want to make sure that we're entering in a trade deal that's in the best interest of Canadian workers, that's going to defend their jobs. And if it's one that does that, uh, I'll, I'll look at it then. The new NAFTA deal has already been approved in the U.S. and Mexico giving a nod to the long, complex negotiations. Last week, U.S. President Donald Trump highlighted the increased access to Canada's dairy and poultry market included in the deal, as well as U.S. sought-after changes to the Canadian wheat grading system. 
This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Grain movement is flowing very smoothly this winter. The executive director of the Western Grain Elevator Association, Wade Sobkowicz, says mild winter weather is partly responsible for near-record grain shipments to the West Coast. Yeah, grain elevators are busy. You know, we have a very large crop this year, and more grain has been moving this year within the same time period, like crop year to date, than we've seen in previous years. So the grain elevators are very busy, and rail performance has been good. The railways have been performing so far this year in a general uh, sense. They've been supplying rail cars to meet the the demand of grain companies up until recently. Recently, we've CN has struggled a little bit due to some recent cold weather we've had and some weather conditions. But overall, in a general sense, uh, rail service has been good this year. So grain movement is going relatively well. Do you have any numbers at this stage? You know, what I can tell you is that both CN and CP have been performing in the 80s and 90% in terms of card fulfillment. I don't have uh, absolute numbers yet in terms of total tons moved, although it's a lot, I can tell you that. And I I believe we've hit hit some records, more grain moved crop year to date than we have in previous years, but I'd have to get back to you with, with specific details. But, you know, we've had, it's important to recognize a couple of things. One is, you know, the weather's been relatively mild this year. So that's one of the factors. Another one is that shipping is down in some of the other sectors like forest products. So there's more capacity available for the grain sector. The railways have both said that they wanted to provide more capacity for grain sector in spite of for the grain sector in spite of those things this year. So they've put on more capacity and CP in particular has been investing in these higher cube rail cars and those are uh, are cycling now, so that uh, that also helps. So yeah, a, a lot of things have uh, happened. There are a lot of factors that go into uh, a year like this where we've been getting good rail service. You touched on this. Have there been any significant bottlenecks this winter? There are issues w- that we have. I'm not sure I would call it a bottleneck, but we are having some issues with uh, loading in the rain in Vancouver. That it's not a bottleneck, so so to speak. In other words, we can unload the rail cars as they're presented by and large, but the loading in the rain tends to be an issue, and it's been a struggle this year due to the procedures that you have to go through in order to set up to load in the rain. You have to install guard railing on the vessel in order for the longshoremen to go up on the hold in order to load through feeder holes. So it's a it's a lengthy and costly process to set up and, and, and you only load at a at a rate that's you know a, a fraction of what you would otherwise load if you were, you know, loading normally uh, and it and if it wasn't raining. So I would say that's that's one of the issues that we're continuing to try and find solutions for. Do you have a number of number of grain ships waiting at the West Coast right now? I don't, but it, you know, it's something that that Quorum puts out, and 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 it's something that should be readily available. I think it's in the twenties right now, and and it's important to keep in mind that not all those ships are waiting to be loaded. Some of them are just waiting because they have to be somewhere, right? And and you know, waiting off the coast of in Port of Vancouver at some of the anchorages there is a convenient place for them to be while they're waiting for their next while their next freight contract. So even though you look at the absolute number of vessels that are at the west coast, it doesn't mean those vessels are all waiting to be loaded. So you'd have to dig into it a little bit to understand how many are, are waiting for uh, to be birthed so that they can load grain. Sounds like, though, you, you aren't too worried about when they'll be cleared. 
No, that, that's not really something we're too concerned about right at this point. I would say that the system's been pretty fluid for us so far, and, and we've had some hiccups here within the last couple of weeks due to the cold weather but and some of the rain in Vancouver, but that's not unusual to see those types of things uh, happen. I mean, you know, we have weather events and challenges in moving grain uh, every year, and, and uh, you know, those are some of the ones we're facing this year. Wade Zomkowicz is the executive director of the Western Grain Elevator Association. Back in a moment. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose two dollars ninety cents at four eighteen ninety eight. Oats gained two forty eight at two hundred six dollars thirty one cents. Number one red spring wheat increased a dollar ninety eight at two hundred twenty nine dollars seven cents. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty six thirty nine. Feed barley one hundred seventy seven dollars sixty eight cents. Flax five thirty five seventy nine. Lentils four eighty two fifty, yellow peas two fifty one sixty four, and feed wheat one fifty six eighty three. In Minneapolis this morning, March spring wheat is up four cents at five thirty seven a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two forty one eighty or Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Slamps Integra Tire in Grenfell your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of February 4th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Heiferet sold from $1.10 to $1.20. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.77 cents to $0.87. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.67 cents to $0.77. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.60. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.18. We had a pre-sorted calf sale here yesterday, 500 to 550 pound steers averaged two dollars and 25 cents and sold up to two dollars and 45 cents 550 to 600 pound steers averaged two dollars and 17 cents and sold up to two dollars and 35 cents 600 to 650 pound steers averaged two dollars and seven cents and sold up to two dollars and 25 cents 650 to 700 pound steers averaged two dollars and one cent and sold up to two dollars and 16 cents 700 to 800 pound steers averaged a dollar 87 and sold up to two dollars and five cents 800 to 900 pound steers averaged a dollar 75 and sold up to a dollar 82 and steers over 900 pounds averaged a dollar 68 and sold up to a dollar 75 heifers were about 20 to 30 cents back from the steers some of the highlights of the sale were a group of 500 pounds grasser steers at $2.44 a pound, a group of 550-pound black steers at $2.35 a pound, a load of 600-pound black steers at $2.22 a pound, a load of 640-pound red steers at $2.11 a pound, a load of 700-pound red steers at $2.02 a pound, a load of 780-pound exotic steers at $1.82 a pound, and a load of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.74 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,800 hogs Monday, selling a range of 128 to 151 per CKG. 
Today's sales are expected to be around 7,300 head, selling a range of 130 to 148 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 24 basis points, with the daily exchange at 1.3275. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.31 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are mixed, with Iowa, Southern Minnesota, Western Corn Belt up by 72 cents and 59 cents a hundred weight, respectively. While the national region gave up all the previous day's gains and is down by $1.33 U.S. 100 weight. The Western Corn Belt region is 16% lower than the five-year average and the national is down 8% relative to the same benchmark. Yesterday's slaughter was estimated at 496,000 hogs, which is approaching the upper processing limit of between 498 and 500,000 hogs per day. Lean hog futures initially saw some follow-through buying in the early morning session after yesterday's supportive day, but have since backed off. Coronavirus virus fears and lack of Chinese buying are weighing on the trade. And the outlook today, mainly sunny skies, wind southwest 30, gusting to 50 kilometers per hour. The high today, minus 8, the low, minus 14. Wednesday, sunny skies, increasing cloudiness late in the afternoon, winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high Wednesday, minus 5. The wind chill minus 20 tomorrow morning and minus 9 in the afternoon. There's some evening flurries forecast for Wednesday, the low minus 7. In Regina with sunny skies, it's minus 10, that's 14 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.